0: As part of a hope and healing project, StoryCorps spent time recording conversations at hospitals across Utah. These stories reveal the courage and resiliency of the human spirit. Interviews are provided courtesy of StoryCorps. While driving home from her job at a Utah hospital just after midnight in March 2018, Stephanie Dickey saw a car burning on the side of the road. Here, she talks with her sister, Kirsten Meng, about that night.
1: When I work at the hospital, I work until... 1230 AM. And one night I left work and it looked like there was a bonfire on the side of the road. And as I got closer, I realized that there was a car that was on fire on the side of the road. It had crashed into a tree and there was a woman that was standing outside the car on the phone. And so she waved at me. And so I pulled over. She said, thank you for stopping. Three or four people drove by before me. And at the time it really struck me because I thought, How could you see that there was a woman with a burning car and drive by and not stop? I thought she was the one who had been in the car. But she said, there's someone in the car. And just as she said that, I could hear movement. And he started to moan. The entire front of the car was in flames. All the windows were gone Mm because of the crash. And so he kind of started trying to pull himself out the window of the car. We needed to get him out. But what if I get close enough to this car... And then something Uh happens, but she ran forward and grabbed onto his jacket and his sleeves and helped pull him out Mm -hmm. of the car. And he just kind of dropped onto the ground outside the car. And it was completely becoming engulfed at that point. And so I was like, we have to get him away from the car. So we grabbed arms and legs and dragged him far enough away that we felt okay about it. And there was another guy that at that point pulled up and helped me pick him up. And we carried him across a driveway and onto the grass on the side of a road. And that's when the ambulances and the fire trucks started to show up and started taking care of him and ripped all of his clothes off and they got him loaded in an ambulance and took off. And there were like a couple of small explosions. And every time that happened, we were so on edge. That's only natural, I yeah. assume. Did you feel shaky um, coming down off the adrenaline or anything like that? Absolutely. When I was in my car, I couldn't stop shaking and I couldn't get warm. The next morning... I had a police officer call me and ask me if I'd be willing to do news interviews and I said yes and so I did TV interviews that next day. Every time I had to talk about it, I just had this sick feeling in my stomach for like 3 or 4 days. I don't know if it was the adrenaline or if it was shock or what. I got to the point where I kind of got tired of of having to rehash it right. over and over and over again because it made me second guess myself. Maybe I should have done this instead. Mm -hmm. Maybe we shouldn't have moved him as far as we did because maybe his internal injuries could have been severe enough that that was worse than being next to the car. Or once we did move him, why didn't we start doing first aid immediately instead of waiting for the ambulance? Do I choose this stranger over my family if something goes wrong? I just told you, no, you did the right thing. So was there anything about this entire experience that was a surprise to you? I've come to think that if someone drove by that accident, I shouldn't judge them by that one act. What if they physically couldn't stop? Yeah. What if they were afraid or may have just not been able to deal with that? Right. There's a security guard that I work with. He's great and I love him. But for three or four weeks after the accident, he would sing, you know, the Foo Fighters song, There Goes My Hero. Right. I was like, ha, 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 but please stop because I didn't consider myself to be a hero. I just did what you should do. I want to be a helper, and that's what I want my kids to be too, Mm -hmm. and my grandkids, because the only way we can make a difference is by deciding if we're gonna help or not in the best way that we know how in the moment. Mm -hmm. I'm not like that all the time, but that's my intent, and it doesn't have to be big acts. Small acts of kindness and love can be just as important.
0: And that was Stephanie Dickey talking with her sister, Kirsten Mang. Their story and other segments of the StoryCorps Hope and Healing Project on Utah Public Radio can be heard online at upr.org.